Welcome to Nobody No Problem. This is Katie. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to talk about murder. And mayhem. And such things as that. Mm-hmm. 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 So we are officially back on the weekly schedule, which makes me happy. Yep. Despite it snowing outside, so I'm already getting anxious about having to drive home after. Yeah, I don't know if you... Uh... I don't really know how far this hit, but I know Chicago got murdered on Sunday with a ton of snow, and it is currently doing it again. Yep. (laughs) It went from, I think they said, like a quarter of an inch to now five inches were supposed to accumulate again, and we got, what, maybe two feet on, not two feet, 12 inches on Sunday. Yeah, I think by me we got 11 inches. Yeah, just living our best lives over here. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. My back hurts. (laughs) My back hurts, my butt hurts, my legs hurt. Yeah, well, she had to shovel her car out. Yeah. Not fun. Yes, it is not fun. This is the one time where you're really happy you work from home because you don't have to deal with it. But, you know, just living our best lives over here on the south side. Right. I mean, luckily I get to work from home too, but I have to shuttle my kid and go grocery shopping and all the adult adult responsibilities. So Lame. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I did do this week was I watched that show that you recommended. Oh, yeah. The mm-hmm. Murders at White House, White House Bar. Bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, Very good. good for anyone looking for a show to watch. Yeah, it was really good. I liked it. But it was um, obviously over-dramatized on HBO, but pretty accurate. Factually accurate. Like, the detective in there was real. Yeah. It was yeah. a real dude. It was pr- it was very good. It was second recommendation for our listeners to watch that show. Yes, and you know, obviously Game of Thrones too. But yeah, you just have to watch it because reading about it is he was such a weirdo, but it's also like there Don't was give doubt. Away. There was doubt. I right. mean, most people I mean in England this was a huge thing, so right. everyone really knows what happened, but yes. Watch it, enjoy it. And don't do what they what they do in yeah. that show. Don't. It's Brutal. Without giving anything away. Holy brutal. Um, Not pleasant. So besides snow and more murder shows, do you have anything good to tell us? I do. Positive news. Positive which news. I forgot to source my source <laughs> last week, and I'm using the same one. It's goodnewsnetwork.org. So today will be a little different, and it's not animal-based. It is Nike made a hands-free shoe for arthritic, disabled, and pregnant people. That is easily like a slip-on, but it's not like a clog. It's like an actual gym shoe that has, it looks like it has two pieces that you can use one of your other feet to hold back and then you slip in the arch. So it's pretty cool. No, when I saw it and Chris and I talked about it before we started airing this, I had kind of compared it to when you go skiing and you're putting your boot in the ski, it kind of locks in that way. You put yeah. it in the front and then you lock in the back. Yeah, so, but I mean, I it's mean, great for... Awesome. Yeah, it's really great for... And honestly, we don't even have to limit it to people with health issues. What about us lazy people? <laughs> I, was just gonna say I don't like thing. to tie shoes every day. I feel like I also read an article about how it's okay um, to dare yourself to not achieve your goals this year. I, I think like... we did that last year. Yes, Are we just say. repeating 2020? <laughs> I'm okay with it. Legit, though. Don't get me wrong. I don't have an issue, but... Right. I mean... There has been a lot of, I'd you like know, to do weight gain and overall laziness with Uber Eats delivery, so... Yeah. I get it, guilty. but also... I mean, I guess 2021 hasn't changed anything. COVID is still a thing. 
No, but everything's starting to open up, at least around here. Yeah. Weddings are getting more on track. So, yeah, let's get yes. that weight loss, actually. So, yeah. Well, so we can fit into our bridesmaid dresses oh, this year. Yeah. There's such a snafu happening. My poor girlfriend had changed her wedding date four million times, it sounds like, or it feels like. Um, she was supposed to get married April 10th last year. Yep. And changed her wedding date four or five times. And Katie and I... Lover, we're hey, tone. both right tone. We're both bridesmaids, and <laughs> so almost up. no one fits in their dress anymore. And she knew it was coming. Yep, I mean she knew it was coming. I and and the fucked up thing is that obviously she's not the only one, but she's not the only one even in our friend group dealing with this. So shout out to all you brides trying to just get married. Yeah, good luck. God yeah. bless. Yeah, seriously, though. Godspeed, my friends. Godspeed. I don't really think there was much else that happened to me this week. No. It's no. Pretty, pretty slow week. Yeah. I watched a lot of old Vin Diesel movies. Mm. Which was... Okay. Bizarre. <laughs> like, why did I want to watch Triple X? I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta do it. Now, I watched a couple old movies, too. What did I watch the other day? Hook? I watched oh, yeah, Hook. on Netflix. I watched Love Patch Hook. Adams. Patch Adams. Okay. Was that wow. the one where she's in the noodles? The pool of noodles? Yes! She's in the noodles. This is not a spoiler. This is such an old movie. If you have not watched it, please cheerful. do. Yeah. It's cheerful, but it's also kind of fucked up. It because is. his girlfriend, again, it's not a spoiler alert. You should have seen it by now. <laughs> She gets killed. Like, in, it's just so, like, god damn. Right? I thought this was supposed to be uplifting, and it was sad, and it ended up good. It was, that movie was all about balance. Brings you up, brings you down, brings you back up. Just like nobody, no problem. We're here for you. Roller coaster ride. That's mm-hmm. why we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much the excitement of my week. But I feel like that's pretty much everyone's excitement is like realizing that there were good movies that you've seen a million years ago and you haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And then you watch them and get excited all over again. For sure. It's also January in Chicago, so. And not, we just told you. <laughs> we're in the middle of another do. blizzard in yeah. a week. So it's been great. Yeah. You know, so living I our best lives. ready for a story. Mm-hmm. And this is a story that everyone's going to be real mad about, but it's oh, a story that I feel like should be told because, you know, it's a doozy. So, <clears throat> without further ado, today we are going to talk about the murder of Doris Oral. Let's just dive right in. So, she was born September 18th, 1967 to Elizabeth Holt Spillers and Wilbur Johnson. They grew up in Fort Valley, Georgia. They had a good family. Um, She was best friends with her sister, Leanne. They were just kind of a good, wholesome Southern family. Their main acclaim to fame, I guess, was peach trees. So, I guess they were known for their peaches where she grew up. Mm, Sounds delicious. Sounds delicious. So... She went to Westfield High School. She was a cheerleader. She was involved in social clubs. She was a dedicated student, very smart, artistic, and was just popular and very well liked through the town, basically. She was just, you know, a, a decent lady. She was involved in church and things like that. So She sounds lovely. Yes. Yes. So for college, she attended Georgia University, or University of Georgia, I'm sorry, where she would meet her husband, John Worrell, who was an aspiring pro golfer. He actually lived across the hall from her when she got her first apartment. So oh, they well. met and... What a cute 
cute story, I guess. Key? Well, <laughs> wait, wait, what's the term that they use? What? Oh, wait, for what? A cute T. When people meet in movies and stuff in like a funny, ironic way. Oh, well, it was a very ironic way because I guess they met on a snow day in Georgia, which never happens. Mm. So it probably snowed like three inches and then they were like throwing snowballs and stuff. So that's Aww. even cuter. And that then they found really out cute. they live next or like across the hall from each They're other. They're like, oh, hey, oh, neighbor. Hey. Let's be friends. So family was kind of like, okay. He was a little standoffish, kind of shy, but he came from a good family that um, also was from Fort Valley. So they kind of were like, okay, your family's okay. Maybe you're just a little shy. Sure. We'll just kind of go with it. So, you know, mm-hmm. you're allowed to be shy. That doesn't make you weird. It's just how you are. Sure. So right out of college, Doris and John marry and moved 100 miles outside of Fort Valley to Douglas, Georgia. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I feel like that's going to happen a lot. I apologize for to anybody who is from Georgia listening to this because it's probably not that great. Yeah, but, you're probably butchering it, but it sounds good to me. <laughs> so Doris took a job as a school teacher. And shortly after that, they had two baby girls and a baby boy. So, lots of babies. Uh, John's dream of becoming a pro golfer basically just had to be kiboshed, basically, because they have three kids and he's on the road a lot, so it was just like... So it went from one to three. Right. So you're done. So they decided together that they would open a small business. They called it John's Sport Park. They had go-karts and arcade and children's obstacle courses... Things like that. So Sounds they had like, like a fun. big thing of tubes. Yeah. So it was kind of like Fun Times Square, if any of you are from the south side of Chicago. Yep. Just like an arcade and things like that. <laughs> fun stuff that you can do with like family and whatnot. So good, good. So they were church going folk, as I said before. She was very involved in church, so was his family. Um, one day on a Sunday at church, they met a pretty shy 15 year old girl named Paula. Yaberry from Venezuela. She was abandoned by her primary caregiver, um, her aunt, and she showed up on the church's stuff, homeless, with nowhere to go. Oh, Sad. So Doris, being the kind person that she was, invited Paula to stay with them at their home for a few nights on their couch. And those few nights ended up staying into, or turning into four years. Okay. So sometimes that happens, right? Sometimes, and I, I mean, mean, she I was. I recently also watched The Blind Side. That happens, and she was fourteen and homeless, and I'm sure, or fifteen and homeless, and I'm sure that I'm sure that they felt for her in that way, you know. But Doris was also a wonderful person, and all any any like interview I've watched, it was just about how lovely she was as a human being, like would give you the shirt off her back type of person. So at this point, Paul is an adult. Um, she's become a member of the family. They actually looked into adoption, <clears throat> which, okay, cool. I mean, she was 15. She's 19 now. So she works with John at Sports Park and helps take care of the younger kids. So she basically becomes part of the family and lives with them full time as like a nanny. Mm-hmm. So good, good, all good, but also live in nannies man it never works out well for celebrities i literally have zero experience with that so <laughs> we're too poor for that nonsense you i wasn't say gonna say it but pretty much yeah yeah basically wednesday september 20th 2006 john and paula had scheduled a deep cleaning at the sport park and it closed for the day today was just slightly different though doris was requested to come to the sport park to help clean kitty tunnels and things like that which i'm sure they need to do with John and Paula. As we know now, especially because of COVID. Right. Gross. Clean your shit. Clean your stuff. 
Also, kids are gross. Kids are so gross. <laughs> Lots of boogers and germs and licking stuff. But this had never happened before. So they kind of had like an unwritten agreement where she was a stay-at-home mom. They had three kids, three young kids, and she would do like the dropping off and the sports and things like that. He would do the work. So it was nice that they had Paula because she helped, mm-hmm. but still kind of weird. So around 9.30 a.m. that morning, John apparently had ran out of supplies. So he had to run to the hardware store, leaving Paula and Doris alone in the park. At some point between 9.40 a.m. and 11.15, there was a gun fired. What? Where'd the gun come from? Mm-hmm. Upon John's return, he saw his wife on the floor and immediately called the police. They Good found idea. Doris Worrell shot point blank in the head, and she was deceased on the scene. Jesus. Yeah, they actually said that it was like, she like tried to put her hands up and stuff. She was missing fingers. So it was... So she saw it coming. Yeah. So uh, whatever happened. So they found Paula in a tube where she was hiding. She was so scared she wouldn't come out after... So after a few hours, she was coaxed out, and then literally there's photos of her being carried out like a baby by police officers. Oh, man. So there was, and I want to mention this, video footage of Paula in another area, but where Doris was killed, there was no available video footage. Okay. So they had kind of, she kind of made an alibi for herself, if you want to get fancy about it, but at the same time. I think I we know. all know what happened. Yeah. Okay. So, um, don't want to make point, assumptions, but you kind of make assumptions. <laughs> Just wait. I mean, there are ways you can make it look, for sure, if you planned it. At this point, it appeared to have been a robbery gone bad. And what's the investigator said, Paula's story was someone came in with a gun, asked for money. That was the gist of it. So robbery gone bad. There were um, allegations that was gang related in the beginning. So apparently they, it was like a local hangout, I'm sure for like kids, because I'm sure Douglas, Georgia is not that big. And there were some ruffians that came in and John had confronted them with some ruffians <laughs> that came in and they, he had asked them to leave. And so they thought that... It was a gang retaliation because apparently the ruffians were gang members. But it didn't work. So they basically like quashed it. It didn't happen. So ruled out. And of course, naturally, the investigation is going to turn to John and Paula. Mm -hmm. So let's let's get into some stuff. Oh, here we go. Let's get into some stuff. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get down to the nitty gritty, shall we? Let's get down and dirty. Uh Uh-huh. I have no other things to say. Well, honestly. Only two cool. <laughs> but really, I mean, that's what we're doing. Continue. So, <clears throat> upon further investigation, it appears that the perfect world marriage wasn't so perfect. Shocking. Shocking, I know. I mean, Doris was. John was a dick. Oh. So, great. it appears that John had had multiple affairs with multiple different women who were all younger throughout their marriage. John had been sleeping on the couch for months. Until Doris basically was like, nope, I'm a Christian. I don't want to get a divorce. He screwed up. I'm going to work through it. So they got a counselor and did all these things, you know, that you do. Sure. I mean, sounds like the right thing to do. Right. At least try. So after all of this happened and the investigation started, it was at least three women who were all much younger than Doris. Mm -hmm. There were many, many allegations that, surprise, surprise... John had had an inappropriate relationship with Paula. What? (laughs) 
the living nanny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I who, totally saw that coming. Yeah. Who could have saw that coming? Not me. So basically what I have, people were like, they were looking at each other weird and they had like these weird glances that you just kind of pick up on. Sure. And people basically were like, Doris, you should not have her living here. This is weird. There's Inappro- It's getting to the point of inappropriateness. Right. And it's just kind of like... She was like, no, that's like our daughter. Yeah. I mean, it really nice. technically was. They looked into adopting her. Right. Like, if you really get down to, like, brass tacks, that's gross. She lived with them when she was 15 to 19. And he, like, watched her grow up as a fatherly figure and then was like... You kind of good looking. Yeah. Gross. Let me tap that while I'm sleeping on the couch. (sighs) Gross. Gross, gross, gross. So, yeah, the family was basically like, don't let her stay in the house. Don't. But Doris basically was like the God-fearing Christian woman that she is. Gave her husband the benefit of the doubt and Paula the benefit of the doubt because she had done so much for this girl and let her stay. Along with her husband. It gets to a point where... Doris basically knows that something is going on. Calls one of her friends and is basically like, I made up my mind. I'm done. I, I want to, should I pack a bag? What should I do? So basically, she goes back and forth with her friend. And she eventually decides to stay again. And she basically told her friend, if I leave, they win. I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. But also, you're staying in a shitty situation. Right. And for you and your kids, I just feel like that has got to be... Do you know how old the kids were at this point? So, not... They... This is a very kind of obscure murder. Okay. For Unless you live in Coffee County, Georgia. <laughs> Which, that is the name of the county. I um, like She... I know that she was a mother of three. I know the two girls are older and the boy was younger, but it's still... Okay. I don't know exact ages, but it has been four years. So, but they're still young enough to need a nanny. So I'm gonna go with like probably like middle school, yeah, like grammar school, nine-ish to probably younger. Okay, got it. I'm assuming it takes a year to have a baby, so nine to like seven-ish, maybe six-ish, one of those. But they weren't specific. Got it. So she said, sorry, her sister Leanne stated that she basically was like, if I leave, I don't know what will happen to me. Okay. So that's why she stuck around. So, not great. So as the police began to investigate, Paula began acting a little shifty. She was antsy and asking kind of very inappropriate questions after... So the GBI was involved, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Um, She was very like, what'd they say to you? What did you do? Did you say anything? What did they ask? And was very pushy about, which is just not like appropriate in that situation <laughs> like they're involved they're talking to like their parents about like their death and these things and oh, she's so like paula was asking the children this no everybody who oh. talked to the gbi like called people oh yeah no weird you're putting a red flag on yourself right not just asking but she is young still so she's dumb yes not smart so john was originally cooperating with the investigators but They began to ask more questions and probably a little bit more in-depth questions, I'm assuming. And he immediately uh, lawyered up and and didn't talk to the investigators anymore, wasn't working with them. If they wanted to speak to him, his lawyer had to be present, yada, 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 because that's what happens when you lawyer up. Don't know why he did that. I mean, we do, but... I think we're going to find out. (laughs) Maybe. You don't know. 
So many of Doris's family members like basically begged John to go to the GBI, but he wouldn't. Instead, they were they were corrupt, and that if he did go, something would happen to their children. No, but how okay. and why I don't understand because they seem to just be doing their job. But also, if your wife was murdered in cold blood. If you were not involved, you would be... Pushing to... Wholeheartedly... Yes. Pushing to try and find who did this to your wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ask well. any question. I'll give you any answer, like, obviously. But, all right, so continue on. All right. So, it was also a thing where, like, he was super intent on... I think what happened was, is the GBI was pushing so questions. Yeah, it was a white glove. Was pushing um, questions about Paula and his relationship. He that's freaked weird. out. Weird. Sure. Right. Yeah. That is what I think happened, and that's when he lawyered up. Because initially he was working with them, and then it was like, see ya, for no one really knows why. He was, John was intent on protecting his family as well as Paula. Um, they investigated her more, meaning Paula, and found out she was in the country illegally. So apparently she had come over from Venezuela at uh, age five, but her aunt was her legal guardian and I guess she didn't fill out her paperwork correctly. And so technically she was not a citizen. Oh. Which with that aspect is no, you were five. Yeah. That's not your fault. no fault of her own. But it definitely works in favor of the um, investigating officers because they can detain her. Right. Paula then gets very publicly arrested. Uh, So apparently she was out to lunch with friends at a very fancy, bougie restaurant in town. And they walked in and were like, get up in front of everybody. Yeah. So she was basically facing jail time because she was here illegally. But most of the time that doesn't happen. Um, You just get deported. But since it was involved in a murder... They basically said she made a statement about Doris's murder that they hadn't heard before. Oh, do we get to know what that is? No. Okay. So she made, and it's this is very lacking in some of the the main. So it's information is lacking. So basically, the investigators believe that she knows more about the murder than she's letting on. But when they attempted to start asking her questions about the statement that she made, she shuts down and just won't talk anymore okay so they are attempting her to talk and john is attempting to help her with her legal problems which is i don't know if that's weird but well, he's trying to get her they bond. were doing things inappropriately and had some kind of emotional and physical relationship it's not shocking that he would try to help her i know it's just such a weird thing because it's like okay maybe he if he had nothing to do with it, maybe he thought she did and gave her the benefit of the doubt because he's her foster daughter, but it's, like, gross. It's just gross. Mm. So he actually tried to set her up with a bond, uh, but the bond was completely shut down by the district attorney. District attorney um, stated in a letter that she was withholding information, and this is when it was actually released to the public that John was the number one suspect and that Paula wasn't a number one suspect, but she was a person of interest in what happened. It was released, and people saw that. I don't know how, but minimal information, but it was released. Maybe by newspaper. Yeah, probably something like that. I Honestly, I don't know. Because, you know, there was still the internet back then, so. Sure. Could have been posted on something. But family and friends at this point are, like, 
the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. Come on. So now they're like, all right, something happened. Funny. This is getting weird. The GBI had yet to trust press charges on Paula or John. Um, as they just couldn't find evidence to charge them. But Paula was taken into custody for a while for her immigration violations. And because she stopped speaking, you could only hold them for so long. So she was released. I think it was a couple weeks. And then they deported her back to Venezuela. So you can only even... Adios. Right. Yes? I don't know. Yes? I, I don't know. Maybe. I'm assuming it's adios. But yes. She didn't stay home, however. She got deported, went back to Venezuela, probably Venezuela. Why did I say Venezuela? Yeah, you're saying it weird. It's I Venezuela. Am it weird. Venezuela. You're adding an extra Venezuela. So she didn't stay home long, though. She went, uh, probably said hi to family, like, what up, people? And then ended up in Costa Rica. Great place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. This is where things get even more fucking suspect. I could see. John's reaction to this, for sure. He basically felt uncomfortable. He said that 50% of the people in his hometown looked at him with pity, and the other 50% looked at him like he was a fucking murderer. I mean, that sounds right. So he has three kids that are young. I'm sure, like, teasing happened and things like that. So I I understand this, but it's also suspects fuck. So he moved himself and his kids to Ferdinand Beach, Florida. His family actually had property down there. Shortly after the move there, there were actually two arrests made in regards to Doris's murder. Who? So Gideon, or I'm sorry, Glidden Rodriguez and Brandon Cage were arrested for conspiracy to commit murder. Glidden had actually worked for John and Doris, so there was a connection. This is the thing that I don't really understand, though, is, like, there was no evidence. There was no... So, I don't know if Paula made a statement against them. Because if she knew John and Doris, she obviously knew Paula. Because she worked... He worked at the John's sport park. Right. So, he'd had to have known Paula. So, I don't know if there was something mentioned about their names or what. But they don't tell you why they were arrested other than conspiracy to commit murder. Okay. On, like, what grounds where the evidence was that this actually happened. It was very weird because Doris was very kind to um, Glidden. He, she, like, invited him over for dinner and was just hmm. a lovely person. Being a lovely person. The investigators believed that if they picked them up, that the men would talk. They kept them in weeks, or in jail, for five weeks. They literally didn't say anything. They were, they were basically like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> we no. didn't do this. And that, so they basically released them. And then the investigation just halted. They have no idea. There's no other leads. There's nothing else that they can do. Oh, shit. Months after this happens, John Worrell makes yet another move. Okay. Mm-hmm. One day, he took their family dog to the vet, had him put down, which we know how I feel about that. For no reason? No reason. It was I guess. Sick? Nope. Just had him put down. And they made it a point. On the videos and the articles I read. To bring that up. That the dog was perfectly healthy. Yep. Aggravation station is what that is. He pulled his kids out of school in the middle of the day and fled to Costa Rica to be with Paula. You want to know what's great about Costa Rica? You want to? The beaches? They don't have extradition laws with the United States. 
Yeah, that was my second thing. Yep. First is the beaches, though. Mm -hmm. Bold move, Cotton. They have been living there since John left Florida and now run and own multiple small businesses together. To this day? Uh Uh-huh. To this day. Well, I can take a guess. I mean, I kind of already thought maybe something before, but Jesus Yeah. Could you make it? Oh, we waited a couple months. It's cool. But then we're going to move somewhere that specifically doesn't have extradition laws with the United States. Mm -hmm. So this is even better. Per True Crime Daily YouTube channel and their website, there was an article posted about when they got married, because she now goes by Paula Whirl, that listed her as the mother of Doris's children. I'm curious as to how the children feel about it, because even though they were young, you still had some kind of idea of what the fuck was going on. I have. I still think they were young enough to be brainwashed, though. Okay, And sure. Paula was with them for so long. Oh, because of the nanny. She was yep. with them since she was 15. Mm. Yeah. That puts a bad taste in my mouth. Let me wash it out with some white cloth. <laughs> to date, no one has been charged with any murder, and the investigation is still open and ongoing. Well, folks, that's how you get it done. <laughs> Legit, that's how you get it done. You shoot your wife in the face and then move to Costa Rica. There are a lot of people that, and I'm pretty sure it was also quoted on True, True Crime Daily, saying that this case is solved it just hasn't been prosecuted yet. Sure. And I'm pretty sure we can all say... Conclusively. Conclusively. That they definitely did it together. My biggest thing, and I told you this is going to make you so mad, because nothing happened and they're living their fucking... Best lives. Their best lives with Doris's children. It was She was basically replaced and just forgotten. That is awful. Yeah. And they're not even around the people that would... You know, remind the children of your mother was a saint. Your mother was good. She brought this woman. I mean, he literally took those children out of any earshot of hearing anything negative to make them think otherwise. Yeah, and like honestly, it's not. The family didn't really talk about whether they're still in communication with the kids or with John. But I mean, I have to imagine that if that was my family. You can go fuck yourself. And if you try to contact me, I will tell you, please go fuck yourself. My thing is... Like, that's my sister. That's my cousin. That's, you know, whoever. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely try and attempt to be in contact with the kids, but I don't know if John is receptive to that, which is horrible, because they can't come back to the United States. If the kids are brainwashed... Yes, of course. I would want to maintain contact with the kids and have a relationship if I was in that family. But if the kids are brainwashed, what are you really going to get out of that? Honestly, I think it would just be more pain. Yeah. If the kid, her own kids, yeah. not recognizing or realizing what actually went down. Yeah, and I mean... There is things floating around in the internet, and there is lots of stuff about, and I'm sure they can Google it, or YouTube stuff, or look at stuff, and how, like, suspect their father and stepmother are. Or their real mother, apparently. Right. It's so gross. She's just the worst. It makes my hair stand up. 
Yeah, and it's literally, I mean, they there were people who tried to get comments about where they are with it and this and that, and obviously you can't comment on ongoing investigations. They can only comment on specific things. So right. it's still open and ongoing, and there has been no arrest made. I mean, what can so, you do? It also, like, irks me, too, because there was clearly areas in the sport park that didn't have cameras, didn't have things recording, and there were holes. If anybody was going to note that, it was Paula and John. And also, there was no one else in that skate park except for Paula and Doris. She could have easily killed her between the hours of 9.40 and 11.15, much earlier, and made it look like she was cleaning. Sure. And that someone came in much later, and then she was scared and hid in a tube. Like, I it could mean, have been easily... It's not a lot of time until you're trying to hide a murder. I mean, if you're going to do, like, that straight shooter in the head, you it have... two seconds. It was between 9.40 and 11.15. That's plenty of month or plenty of time to get... To hide the gun. And it's plenty of time to make it look like you were cleaning. It, and so, they obviously never found the gun. So, no. where not would they have hidden it? But he owned the place. He owned the place. So, there could be a million places False for walls. him to hide it. Yeah, they yeah. could have planned this yeah. perfectly. They could have practiced it. I'm sure they did, because there was lots, of, like, they were working late all the time together. Working late. Together. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, that's so gross. She's your adopted daughter. That's gross. Well, foster child, almost adopted, whatever. But that's my biggest thing is it's... But you can't break down a timeline if there is no video evidence. So, and I am... I mean, in 2006, I'm assuming they didn't have the best video equipment. No, they really didn't. Um, But... And I don't know if they had sound either. But my... That's my biggest thing. It's like, she could have easily planned it. I have to go to the hardware store. They could have easily. Well, it's just all suspect. She never went there. She never assisted in cleaning. That wasn't her job. She was the mom. He was dad. The day that she gets murdered or the day they get robbed. Is the day that things are out of sync. Yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. You know, not routine. Yeah, not routine at all. So it's there's a lot of things that bugged me with it. But again, there is only a specific amount of information available because it is an open case so they can't right like a lot of times we get good details and information when we're reading um the transcripts from court and depositions Mm -hmm. and things like that yes we don't have those here because no one's been arrested and tried and convicted and so all that stuff is locked up tight so that is the murder of doris whirl and it is aggravating and frustrating and I told Katie when she got here. Yep, I do want to flip a table. (laughs) So you're going to want to flip this damn table. It's really going to piss you off. And it does. I mean, it really makes you mad. It's sad, and I feel just... They did, on the video I was watching, they actually flew people down to where they're... I guess they deliver ice, but now they have multiple businesses. They started with an ice business, and then it grew into them owning multiple small businesses, but they like stalk them like paparazzi, and fucking Paula comes out fucking hot. I'm calling an attorney, and I'm calling the police. Is that what she said? Mm-hmm. Did she sound like that? Exactly like did that. Did she shake her head like yes, that? Yes, and finger, and then did Ooh. a really sassy walk across the street. No, no, no. 
not she was happening not here. Happy. Also, John got super fat, so well, you're a dick. That's what you get for murdering your wife, um, who is the mother of your three children. Yeah. 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 Um, yep. Oof. That's a rough one. Oof. It is. Yeah, that's upsetting. It is, and it's upsetting just in general, but it just gets more fucking aggravating. It's also more aggravating because, like, what can investigators do? There is no fucking evidence. Nope. It's, yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you something that's not aggravating. <gasps> Dang. Oh, joke. wait, I haven't done it. I know. Katie's going no. in corner. <laughs> you didn't do it last week, and I was so happy. It's been a while, all right? We're getting back into it. All right. Well, I got one. You ready? Yep. Why did the golfer bring in an extra pair of pants? I'm really thinking about this one. No, I'm going to say it before you get it. Okay. In case you get a hole in one. <laughs> Dude, I totally knew the answer to that one. You're what You are so on point this week, too. Because last week it was an aloha joke, and I was all about Moana. And this week, um, the frickin' Waste Management Tour. Golf, yep. people. It started. Golf. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I appreciate that. You're just on point with, I'm like, topics of the week. Yeah? You know, one could say that I'm hip. Mm-hmm. I mean, we try to I'm be. not. But, all right. I just we thought it was funny. I was not a in tune. I mean, that's a solid dad joke because dads typically like to play golf. Thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> Tip your waitresses. Tip your waitresses. Tip your waitresses. Um, yeah, I mean, I gotta do the typical spiel. Uh, like, subscribe, review. We're on Instagram at nobody.noproblem. We're on Facebook. Listen to us like on every podcast forever. Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Cast, Do you need Anchor. to cite your sources? Oh my gosh, yes, of course. Sorry, we there was a lot to talk about in that one. A lot to talk about. Um, so my sources are True Crime Daily YouTube channel and also True Crime Daily website. Um, www.wallib.com, um, www.douglasnow, www.legacy.com, and Reddit, always. Deep dive into Reddit when there's not lots of information so about cases. So many rabbit holes. So many rabbit holes. But it's also great for unsolved cases. Mm-hmm. Which people are just trying to figure them out. Yep. God bless. Thank yep, you, yep, guys. Yep, yep, Which is going to be a big source for my next one, which I'm super pumped about. Because that's going to be a doozy. Oh, man. You already have that ready? I have to find one for next week. Well, I told you I was supposed to do that one this week, but oh, I couldn't. Because right. it, it, I always do this to myself, and I deep dive into, like, the craziest fucking murders that just span so much. <laughs> and to write it is difficult. But either way... That'll be coming my next episode. Katie is going to woo us with the next one. Um, that's putting a lot of pressure on me. I mean, I don't they're think always I like great. it. They're always great. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yep. I did. I say yeah. Like subscribe to group. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, you did all that. I did all that. So we hope everyone is doing well in this pandemic. And if you live on the south side of Chicago or Chicagoland area, just be careful because it sucks outside. Yep. I get to drive home in this shit. Yeah. Good thing I got the Jeep. Beep, beep. Yeah. And to the bunny living under my hot tub. I hope you're staying warm. (laughs) You should bring him inside. I tried to see what it was last night. It's definitely a bunny, but at least he's somewhere without 
So, sure. You know? Yeah. Good for them. Um, But yeah, that was it. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, Until next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, we always love you guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm I am uh, Kristen. I'm Katie. We out. This was Nobody, No Problem. Oh, yeah, that's what we are. That's what we do. Moida. It does feel like we should wrap it up. As should you. (laughs) Unless you're trying. (laughs) All right, people. We'll catch you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.